Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So before I get into this morning on um, three things that are going to activate our faith, we're going to need faith for everything. We needed faith for salvation, to believe in Jesus Christ, but it doesn't in there. So that's what I'm going to get into today because the saving faith isn't going to be the last thing that we need. Our faith should be increasing forever until the Lord comes back, until we go to heaven, we should be increasing in faith. As you know, through the gospels, this part I'm not going to get into today, but you can see through the gospels when Jesus is dealing with people that he's healing and things that people are believing for, he'll respond, oh, ye with great faith, oh, you with little faith. You know, so there are the levels and we need to be ever increasing because we are Christians who should be operating in great faith of our Jesus Christ and what he has for us and what he's going to do in our life and the things that we need. That faith is going to pull in from the supernatural into the natural so we can hold it in our hand. We can see it in our lives. It can manifest in our children's life, in our family and our friends, faith, you know, for everyday things that we need, increase in job, promotion, money. We're we're going to operate by faith. That is a foundation for every believer. Hey, Tyra, Regina, Liz. Look at that, Liz. We're on the same page. I love you, girl. I miss you. I can't wait to see you. You know, we're coming to Lancaster again in August. And so maybe you have a day or two you can drive over and be in the meetings. But um, if not, we'll definitely see you again at the partner banquet that's happening this year. We're getting ready to release dates. We've just been working on that, signing the contract um, to get that that done. And so you will be hearing very soon about the partner banquet. So you can put that on your calendar and make sure you get there. Last year, it was so fun. I loved it. It was literally, we called it um, homecoming, Victory Tribe homecoming, because it was like that. There were so many people that met each other for the first time, but knew each other from watching the broadcast and knew the names. And so everyone it, like loved it. It was like a big family reunion. And it, it the unity, the faith, um, So I am super excited for the next Victory Tribe homecoming. Um, Oh, look, she said she's going to be there. Hey, Katerina, so good to see you. Um, So a couple things real quick before I get into this morning is we have new spring and summer edition Yetis. They're yellow. Of course, I had my hand in picking this color. Make sure um, you go to shop.miracleword.com. Do you have the graphic, Maddie, for that? Uh, the Yetis. Um, you can see Victory Tribe Miracle Word Yetis. We have, uh, you can get it today. Limited edition, I'm telling you, when Yeti drops a color, they go fast. And so we can only get what they have on the shelf. So we actually bought the remainder of what they have. So make sure um, if that's a color you're interested in, get it while it's here. It's going to be gone soon. Second announcement, we got some more Victory Tribe uh, merch that's getting ready to drop. We got, you know, stuff brewing, stirring up for spring and summer. I'm so excited. That's going to be coming out soon. Hey, Raquel, I miss you guys. Where are you right now? Like, where are you living stationed? Um, I can't believe this is your first time tuning in. I'm so happy that you are. I miss you guys. Um, I'm sure your family is doing so great and you guys are so blessed and I really hope that I bump into you again soon. Uh, And so for kids, we got a whole bunch of kids stuff coming out, getting ready to drop. I just designed and finished putting together two new shirts for your kids and I'm going to have to get one in my size because they are literally that amazing. So we're going to be releasing that here soon. 
uh, dropping next week. I got a big surprise for you coming on Monday. I'm gonna release to you what I've been working on for your kids. I'm super excited, so stay tuned for that on Monday so you have all the information. Um, so we just got so much is going on here. We're getting ready to like dump on you all these new releases and I'm so excited about it. Uh, so just keep your, I don't know, is it, is it ear to the ground? <laughs> I don't know those things. <laughs> Not ones that I use often. What is it, your nose? Is it your nose to the ground? It's your ear, right? Because you're trying to hear like a train track coming. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just making up stuff now. <laughs> My daughter's looking at me back there like, what in the world? But yeah, so we've got so much uh, getting ready to release for you. We got some uh, uh, fun thing we're doing for the kids for summer. So that's all, that's all coming out. All right, let me get into today. Going to be talking about three things that activate our faith. My mother-in-law says I'm correct on that. <laughs> um Ear to the wind? I don't know. I don't know. Liz, Liz said nose to the ground. I don't know. One of your body parts on your head. No, my mother-in-law said I was right. It's your ear to the ground. Because then you can hear someone, something coming, something your way. One of your body parts from your face is um, on the ground. Let's just put it that way. So let's get into... Three things that activate our faith. All right. There we go. Ear to the ground, nose to the grindstone. Well, Veronica, this summer, the Miracle Word Kid stuff is going to be even hotter, even better. We've put some really cool things and taken some time to put some really cool merch and stuff out for you guys. So I'm super excited to start releasing it and it's coming your way. Oh, you moved to Georgia, that's awesome. What part of Georgia are you in? Because we do come there um, and preach and I wonder if it's close to where we'll be next year. So anyway, let's get into it. Talking about faith. I love this subject. It's a big subject to talk about. So I had to kind of narrow it in today because you can really just like go, go on faith. But I love it. I love it because it is our key. It is how we can access the things that God has given to us, prepared for us, that, that's our right as a believer. Our faith is what we got to take to grab on. Um, some of you who watch me or, or have heard me speak at, at different churches, I talk about, in my mind, faith as a lasso. It, it, you, 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 you see what you want. You see what God has told you. You can see it in the supernatural. And your faith to me is like a lasso. So if you've ever been to a rodeo or have you seen how, how the cowboys do it, to catch something, they lasso it on. And then when they pull it, like the knot tightens and that's it. Well, you can't get out of it. The, the, the cattle can't get out of it. You know, whatever they're doing, the pigs, whatever, whatever animal they're lassoing, they can't get out of it until the person actually goes over to the rope, loosens it, takes it off. And so we got to have our faith lasso. And that's how I've been seeing it uh, in probably the last year is that we're going to take it, whip it across what God's told us we can have what he's given to us, what's ours. And then when we pull that rope, that faith rope, and it tightens on onto what we're believing God for that we're not going to let go. If it's healing in our body, if it's restoration in our marriage, you know, we, we, we just look, when we say healing, our minds tend to just go to a sickness or a disease. But if, if God can, not if, God can heal, us from incurable diseases. He can, he can heal us from cancer when there's death reports. He can heal us from the greatest you know, problems in the world, then surely healing is applied to a broken heart and marriages. Hello, Ted. Now you're doing it to me. I miss you, hot stuff. <laughs> Brooklyn's looking at me like, what? 
Yeah, Brooklyn, your dad's hot and I miss him. <laughs> and so when we take that faith lasso and we put it around what God says is ours, he can heal anything. He can heal broken hearts. You have an, a, a rough patch in your marriage that can be healed. You have sickness going through your body that can be healed. Your mind is in torment, going through fear and depression and anxiety. There's healing for that. So there's faith. It's our faith lasso that today we're going to wrap it around our need that we need God to step in for. There's mere faith we need for finances. Faith, you know, faith is our key, our activation to get what God has for us from the supernatural. So it takes real faith to overcome the things the enemy and life tosses our way, tosses our way. I put down 1 John uh, 5, 4 through 5. For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world, which I just spoke on victory or a victim on Tuesday morning. You, you can't. You can't be both. There's no writing. It's not like, you know, I got a little bit of victory and I got a little bit of victimhood in, in my life. No, it's one or the other, black or white. And so I, I encourage you to go back and listen to that from Tuesday. Are you a victim or a victor? Um, so everyone born of God, salvation, is victorious and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. Our continuing persistent faith. We are going to be persistent in our faith. We're not going to stop when we have a victory. We're not going to stop when we win a battle. We're going to continue to increase our faith. We're going to say, okay, you know, people do that. They're like, well, I, I understand faith. I've listened to many faith teachings. I get what the Bible's saying, and then that's it. No, we need to constantly, faith is one of my favorite subjects to listen to preaching on, read about, listen preaching on. I'm telling you, anytime I get to a minister that um, I see a title and it's about faith, I don't go to it and be like, well, I've heard this. You know, I, I, I'm blessed with having a, a, a father-in-law and a mother-in-law that that's one of their main teachings is faith. But listening and being in their meetings never, ever gets old to me. It constantly boosts my faith watching the miracles, seeing God perform, seeing the salvation, uh, seeing, you know, deaf ears open, blind eyes open, people's legs grow. Like it, I could sit there all night and watch it. Other people are like looking at their watch when it's going to end. But for me, it's like, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. And he's the same God back then as he is today. And so it never gets old to me. And so persistent faith, we're going to go after it. We're going to increase until we get to heaven. And so it says, who is the one who is victorious and overcomes the world? It is the one who believes and recognizes the fact that Jesus is the son of God. So like I said, it takes real faith to overcome the enemy and what life throws at us. Second Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. Hebrews 11, 1, I'm going to get into this in just a minute. Faith is the substance, substance, it's tangible faith. You know, it, it's something you, uh, I know that when I feel the gift of faith, it hits me in my stomach. I've, I know that it, it, it hits me. And so I know that you can feel it. I know you can feel the gift of faith. What do you think it when Jesus, he felt the woman with the issue of blood. When she reached for his, the hem of his garment, she felt, he felt it. He felt her faith and caused him to stop because it was a crowd. He didn't know. He didn't. Everyone's everyone's patting on him. Everyone's touching. Everyone's saying, master, master. But the faith, he felt it. OK, so it's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Look, look at Hebrews 11:3. If we go down, that was one I just read. Go down to three. By faith, it says, God framed the world so that what we see in the natural was not made out of anything in the visible realm. It's talking about there in Hebrews eleven three. He spoke. 
He spoke everything. That's going to be key to activating our faith today. What I'm going to get into is speaking. He spoke it and it came to pass. Our words are seeds. Okay? So we're, what, we're, what, we're, what we're putting into our body, what we're ingesting, what we're listening to, it's going to activate. Do you want it to activate something good or do you want it to activate something bad? Because faith activates. I, I, I look at it, at, you know, I make this homemade slime with my kids and I hate it with all my heart. I actually think slime is evil. But what you do for your kids. And <laughs> now I just buy it on the road because I'm like, hey, if you're going to ruin anything, it's not going to be my house. It might be a hotel room. <laughs> I know it's not a good way to look at it, but that's, why, that's how I look at it. And that's what I'm, I'm keeping with. So slime, it has to have an activator. There's activators that make it. You have to have the right ingredients. And you have to have an act, they call it an activator. What is the activator, Matt? Is it like the contact solution? Yeah, so it, it's, it's the ing certain ingredient that gets put to the slime. Once you activate it, it starts getting puffy and it starts getting moldable and it becomes slime. So faith is going to be our activator, stirring up, getting us, uh, what what we see in the supernatural, getting us what God told us is ours and how we see what we need. You see yourself healed? Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself in a good marriage? How do you see yourself? Your faith, it's the activator. It's going to activate that to get what God has for you. And look, he started this world by faith. That's why we have to look through the eyes of the supernatural to take hold of what we're believing for. All right, so it all starts by what we hear, whether or not we choose to believe what we hear. This will change our mind and the way we think. Then it changes how we speak. Then it changes our actions. And when all that's said and done, we're going to get our manifestation. We're going to get our manifestation. All right, here are three things that activate our faith. The first one, I put, I put these three things together, but this is just the first point. Hearing, hear, see, believe. Hear, see, believe. Romans 10, 17, we know faith comes by hearing. So our eyes and ears have to be in accordance with that. To be in accordance with something in a way that agrees with or follows. We must see, believe, and hope for what does not exist yet in the natural. That's what we're talking about here. Faith comes by Hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So we have to be able to see, believe, and hope for what does not exist yet in the natural. That, uh, that does not exist yet in the natural so we can see it materialize. Have you ever been given a word in church, given a word at a meeting and and you know, that's, that's what you heard. Now you have a foundation, right? I've been given words in church where then it was something my faith could latch onto. I could then see it. It was like a vision in the supernatural where God said, I'm going to do this or I'm going to have this. I'm going to step into this. This is what I see for your body. And so you have to see it, get that vision it writes it on the canvas of your heart, and then you're into the believe mode. You're like, okay, I see where I'm supposed to be. I see what I'm supposed to have. I see my healing. You might not see it in the, in the, in the natural yet, but you got to get that vision. you got to get that vision in your heart so it can, it can materialize in the natural. Our seeing is with supernatural eyes. That's going to lay the foundation and set us up to receive. <clears throat> John 5, 19, I have in New Living I wrote down. So Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. 
He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. So there, there, there it is. Jesus did nothing without seeing what his father did. Are we seeing what our father has for us? Are we seeing what he's, he did? So then look, we can do whatever our father does. So hear, see, believe. Second Corinthians 5, 7, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So even though I'm saying the word see, it's seen in the supernatural. We, if you see it in the natural first, if that's your first go-to and not in the supernatural, then it doesn't take faith because you're looking at it. You're like, I know it's going to happen. I know this because I, I'm seeing it. It's right here in front of me. That's why it says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. You'll eventually see what you're walking by faith for by the manifestation of it. So there's things in my life like the story that we talk about with our, our home or with the studio, okay? My father-in-law had a vision of the studio, so he saw in the supernatural and was able to give us a word, which then we latched our faith onto, then we, be able, then we began to see it. We could picture ourselves, you know, getting out of our, our home, <laughs> getting out of our home bedroom and having a studio for the ministry, going on TV. We saw the instruction of what God told us to do. Then we walked it out. Then we saw the manifestation. So we didn't see it in the natural. We saw it by faith. So in order to get that by faith, you have to see it by faith first. And then you walk towards it to get the manifestation. Hey, Jody. So number two, this is going over three things that will activate our faith. Number two, we're going to speak in faith. I love Mark 22. It says, then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. So the three things I'm giving you today are all in accordance with each other. Believing, speaking, and then we're going to have to act on it. That it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. So see how I just mentioned with the first one is when you get a vision and I said you write it on the canvas of your heart. When you write it there, it just says, have no doubt in your heart. That's where that vision is. That's where it's like, that's where my faith has been lassoed around and I'm not letting go of it. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received, it will be yours. So we have to speak in faith. We have to speak in faith, begin to say what we're believing God is doing or going to do. Believe, speak it, what God is doing or going to do. Your words go out and create. Ted and I have spoken on this before lots of times with confession. You can talk yourself into a truck stop bathroom or you can talk yourself into the Ritz-Carlton. Your words lay a foundation. Your words are stepping stone. Your words you speak by faith go out before you on a direction where you want to go. So everything you say is incredibly important, incredibly important to your healing, incredibly important to your promotion, incredibly important to, you know, financial breakthroughs. People will give, they'll get in the anointing. Ooh, I feel it. I'm giving this big offering, you know, this, this is my seed. I'm putting it in the ground. And then they speak so much against their harvest that it's like, what are you doing? You're killing, you're killing it. You're, you're killing what God's doing in your life. So your words are powerful. We're going to speak in faith. There's something about speaking what we believe that produces life and gives us power to overcome as well as 
what we testify. We know in Proverbs 18:21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's why it's so important to speak. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We speak life and we can speak against, like what I just said, against things in our life. But instead of, uh, of taking that and speaking incorrectly where it, it pr- brings death to the things we need in life, let's speak death to the things that the enemy has set in our life. So let's speak life and then let's curse the things from the enemy. Let's curse the things that have come into our life. Let's not curse the good things. Let's not speak against what God has done. Let's not, you know, this is what happens is we, we get into a revival service. We get into the anointing. We get into, you know, and then, but we don't keep that anointing around. We don't live in that anointing. We don't read our Bible through the week. We don't press in. We don't pray. We don't have a relationship with Jesus. We don't listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, we don't do all these things. So when we get out of the anointing, where are we right back? Right? We're right back in, in doubt. We're right back in unbelief, which is sin. We're not going to get anything from, from the Lord if we're like, you know, the ocean waves back and forth and back and forth. I believe, I believe. Oh, I'm in a good service. That was great. So many times I've been in services where people get their healing and like the next day, the night they go home, walking to their car, it, the enemy starts to lie to them. You didn't really get it. Oh, do you feel that pain? Oh, that really didn't happen. And so you have to be uh, rooted and grounded in the word of God. You have to be in his presence. You have to stay in that anointing. You can stay in the anointing throughout the week by being in his presence. So, so stay in that anointing because we don't want to speak death over the things of our faith. We don't want to speak death. We don't want to be, you know, wondering, is it God's will to heal us? Is it God's will, you know, to supply for us? Is it God? If, is it? Yes. All goodness is God's will. He's a good heavenly father that wants to take care of you. He doesn't want to see you struggle. He doesn't want to see you uh, broken. He doesn't want to see you sick and going through terrible destructions in life. That's a terrible father. That the people who believe that crap and that nonsense have no idea what the names of their heavenly father mean to them. They have no idea the nature of God. They're going through life situations. They go through other people's stories and then they create a terrible doctrine that has nothing to do with the word of God, does not cause you to live by faith. And then that's what they believe. And that's the fruit that they're going to receive in their life. I absolutely wholeheartedly believe you can pull heaven down on earth and live as heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. We don't have to struggle. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven to enjoy the goodness of God. Let's do it right now. We have one natural life to live. Let's live it to the fullest. Let's live it to the greatest possible way we could live as a child of God. Amen? Ah, we should say amen. So be it. I believe it. And so um, death and life, we're going to speak to the things the enemies have come our way. We're going to speak death to that situation, death to a bad marriage, death to our kids running from the Lord. Nope, they're coming back. They're going to know they've tasted, they've seen, they've been in your house. The seeds have been deposited. They're coming back to Christ. They're coming back to the ways. We're not going to allow the culture. We're not going to allow the things of this world to steal our children. We are in charge. Say it wherever you are right now. So you feel a boost of strength. I am in charge. They have no say and we're not going to let them steal our children. We're not going to let him tell us that we can run from a marriage as soon as it gets a little bit hard. No, we're sticking with it. We're not going to allow sickness and disease and, and poverty and bad thoughts stay in our life. No, we're going to speak death to it in Jesus' name. We're going to speak death to it. And we're going to speak life to our situations. And we're going to see them to come to pass. And so also in Revelation 12, 11, when we speak, when we testify... We overcome by the blood of the lamb. 
by the blood of the lamb, but also what? The words of our testimony. There's it, there it is again, words, your words. So we're gonna speak in faith. That was number two of activating, of activating is speaking. We're gonna overcome by the words of our testimony. All right? Not one good thing God's going to do for you in your life that you, he met you in 1985 and did a miracle and then that was the end of it. No, you take that testimony out of your, your, your back pocket and you dust it off and you say, listen, he did it then. He's not a God that changes and he's going to do it now. He's going to do it now for my friends. He's going to do it now for my family. He's going to do it now for my own life. He's going to do it for my children. He's going to do it for my job. We're going to overcome by the blood of the lamb. What he did for on the cross, we're overcomers. What he shed on the cross makes us victors. We're not victims. And then we're going to take the words, speaking the words, the devil wants you to shut up. What do you think? That's why depression is from the enemy. What does depression do to people? Depression keeps them quiet, keeps them withdrawn, keeps them away from people keeps them in a, a state where they have to be tormented by thoughts from the enemy. It, it traps them in an invisible prison. It keeps them away from the life of God. It keeps them away from speaking, makes them feel embarrassed, makes you know the shame they feel, the past. The devil wants to shut you up. But you know what? In Mark, when the devil, the, the, the demon-possessed guy ran over to Jesus, Jesus said, shut up. You know what? So that's what you need to do to a situation that the enemy is attacking you. We're going to just say a simple shut up because we're going to overcome by what he did on the cross, what he did for you, what he took on his back, what he went through. And we're going to take the words of past testimonies. And you know what? Your testimony encourages another believer. So that changes the life of somebody else. Change people, change the world. So you're going to take your testimony and you're going to pull it out and you're going to be like, listen, he did it then, he's doing it now, and I'm not going to let go of this. And you know what? Say it's your first time believing for a healing miracle in your life. Get around people that have a testimony, that encourage your faith, that say, you know what? You're no respecter of persons, Lord. So if you did it for her, you're going to do it for me because it's my right in my covenant. And I'm going to operate my faith. I'm going to stand on. Um, I'm going to stand on your word and I'm going to activate it. All right. So number three. So the three things that we're going over, the first one was hear, see, believe. We talked about we have to hear. Faith comes by hearing, gets inside of us, on our heart, that vision, and we believe. Okay? It says in the Bible, I believe, therefore I speak. So one, we're, we're believing and we're seeing in the supernatural. Now we're locked in on something. We're locked in on something that we're, we got our faith set for. Okay? And then what did I say? We're in activation mode. We got our eye on the prize that you have to look. Like you're looking right into something. I got my eye on the prize. Just like horses, they wear blinders. I'm not going to let anything trip me up because I see in the supernatural and I'm going to pull it in to the natural. I'm going to have it manifest in my life. So it was see, it was hear and see. And then what we have inside of us, it says in the Bible, I believe. Therefore, I, my point number two was speak. Therefore, I speak. So that's going to activate what I'm believing God to do in my life, all right? And then number three was to act on what we believe. We can't just get a word from the Lord, and this is what Christians do. We become uh, couch, couch Christians. We're like, yeah, all right, I got that word, Lord, do it. And, and then like years go by, and people are frustrated because they're like, God, 
God gave me a word two years ago. I was in that service and the, the preacher called me out and I just, I haven't seen it yet. So I don't even know if God really speaks. I don't, you know, it's like, yes, I have flip-flops on today. I just ran out of the house to the studio. But that, that's what it is. It's ca- couch Christians. Are you a couch Christian? No. We're, we're Christians that act. Faith is an action word. We're an army. We charge the enemy. We've won every battle based on the victory that Jesus did. We have overcoming faith. So we're not going to be lazy Christians. Christians that are just comfortable with the whatever, whatever comes their way. I don't want to be that. You don't want to be that. We're not going to be comfortable couch Christians. When God gives us a word, then we're going to take that as a mandate from heaven and we're saying, all right, what can I do? I was just listening to um, a preacher out of California. She's a wonderful woman of God and I was just listening to her and she was talking on faith. And um, she, she gave a story of a woman who was in a meeting who wanted to give a thousand dollars and she didn't have a thousand dollars. But she's like, Lord, I know you gave me this instruction. I know you gave me this word that I'm supposed to give $1,000 in the offering. Okay? So she knew it, wrote on the envelope. Now, by faith, because she didn't have it, right? She, and she didn't have like some large check coming in where it was like, well, I have this check coming in um, in two weeks. So when this comes in in two weeks, it was... I don't have this amount of money. I want to give it, and I know God has told me. So she wrote on the envelope, in 30 days, I'm going to give $1,000. And so what did she do? She went home, and she didn't do what most Christians do, okay? We have to use faith as an action word. And so she didn't go home and say, okay, God, um, you told me to give a thousand dollars and well, well, you know, and that's it. No, she went home and she said, Lord, you told me to give a thousand dollars. I don't have that. I don't have that coming in. So what is it? She said, action. She said, what is it, Lord? that you will have me do to make that money, to make that money. And you know what? And that stirred my faith because it was an action. She acted on what she believed the Lord told her. And the Lord spoke to her and said, you're going to give that money. But that was just the beginning. If she didn't act on it, so many people miss what God's given to them. So many people miss it because they say, you know, faith is just believing. And it's, it, it, it is believing. It is seen in the supernatural. It is speaking. But faith is an action word. We're going to act on our faith. And so she, she got a, an idea. The Lord said, well, remember when you used to do this and it was like, I don't know, making these bows and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and she said, yeah, you know, I kind of just don't do that anymore. And so he said, we'll start doing that and selling them. So I believe, I believe she either, she started a little bit on Etsy, but then she went to like some, um, I don't know, like a pop-up place, like a, a, not like a flea market, but you know, like a market where you can put up your table and, and like a farmer's market thing. And so this lady came by and she started inspecting um, the, these like bows and things that she did. And she was looking at them and, you know, moving them and kind of playing with them. And the lady behind the table was kind of like, okay, like she's not buying anything, but she's just like pulling on all of my bows and, and stuff. And the lady ended up being like a CEO of this large company. And she said, do you make all these bows? And, and the lady was like, yeah. And so <laughs> I love this story. And so the lady was like, yeah, you know, this and that. And she's like, okay. Well, I run such and such a place and I want to buy 50,000 of these bows. So see, 
if she didn't act on the word that was given to her, if she didn't act on it and was like, well, one, I'm not going to be able to give $1,000. You know, people will stop right there. I'm not, I'm not going to give $1,000. I'm not going to, or whatever the Lord's instructed you to give $5,050, you know, whatever the instruction is. She could have stopped right there and said, well, I'm not going to um, give this amount. I just don't have it. Most Christians in there. Then the next fault that Christians do is, yes, I'm going to give it. I pledge to give it. And then that's it. They don't ever say, Lord, like she did. What is it that I can do to take a step to get the thousand dollars? Because I don't have it and I don't have it coming in. I don't have it now. And I don't have it like coming in in a check in two weeks or anything like that. What is it I can do? In each instruction, she stepped out in faith. And then in one moment, she got an order for 50,000. And then it just went from there. And then now, you know, she, she makes a lot more than $1,000 just because she got a word. She saw it in the supernatural. She lassoed her faith around it saying, this is what I want to give. Made a vow. I'm going to do it. Then she saw, believed. Then she, what? Spoke it. And then she acted on it. She activated her faith by acting on what she wanted to do. Yeah, it stirs my faith. Just even telling it again, it stirs my faith, Janine. So act on what you believe. Um, we have to have a movement on our part. I was thinking this morning how faith is like a key. You know, when you stand in front of your door of your house and you're holding the key, I like pictured this this morning. Here's our faith. Here's our key. We could stand there all day long and be like, I believe that this is my house. <laughs> I believe that that's a door. And I believe that I can walk through it. Okay? But if we don't move, if we don't take a step forward to the door, if we don't take our key, put it in the lock, turn it, open the door, and walk in as an action, then we're just going to stand forever in front of a door and just keep saying, that's a door, this is my house, this is my key, and then just pause right there. So we're going to take our faith key today, and whatever door is in front of us, whether it be something we're believing for for our children, healing in our body, finances, restoration in a relationship. We're going to activate it by taking our faith key, putting it in the lock, turning it, opening the door, and walking in. And as soon as I thought of that this morning, I was like, you know what? It dropped in my spirit of John 10 where he says, I am the door. I am the door. So Jesus is that door for us. So if we take our faith key and go to the door of Jesus and activate it, we're going to get everything he has for us. We're going to see our miracles. We're going to walk high above the enemy as he's under our feet. We're going to see what we're believing for in manifestation. I'm going to um, read James 1, through 24 real quick. To be doers of the word and not hearers only is deceiving our, yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forget what he looks like. So you can't be one or the other. Hey Liz, that's what I got. When I saw that, I was like super excited this morning. So we can't be just doers of the word. We have to be hearers. So see how the steps one, two, and three that I gave today activate it? It's not, I'm going to choose one step one over step three of acting. No, we have to see it in the supernatural. We have to believe it. We have to hear it. We have to speak it and we have to 
activate it. We have to act, use our faith as an action word. Um, in Hebrews 11, I'm going to end here. Hold on one second. I have, yeah, I'm going to end in, in Hebrews 11. That's what I just want to go to. I just feel to, to finish it there. So in Hebrews 11, uh, 11, I love it because it gives us, um, all these stories throughout the chapter, uh, of faith, of people who did stuff by faith. They took action steps for their faith of an instruction that God gave them. And they overcame the odds by acting on what they believed God for. So I just the other day took a, a pink pen and I just like went through chapter 11 and I just started, you know, verse four, I'm just going to skip around. So, I mean, because it's all throughout the whole chapter, but I'm just going to give a few examples this morning. But look, it was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God. By faith, what did he do? He brought action. Here we go. It was by faith. Okay, Noah built a large boat to save his family. He didn't get a word from God that said, Noah, build this. And when it rains, you guys have never seen rain before. So that in itself is by faith because it's like, what? I don't know what rain is. I don't know what a flood is. I'm going by literally what the instruction of God is telling me. But when you when uh, Noah was told that he built a large boat, he didn't get a word from God and say, well, boat, 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 boat. That's what some Christians do. They'll get a word. There's no action part. It's just that's what they're going to do. They're going to just speak and sound like a broken record or sound like their battery's dying. You know, Noah's sitting there with his ark, 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 in the name of Jesus, ark, ark. And, you know, you now you just sound like a sea otter. <laughs> a, walrus. a walrus, Maddie says. That's what you just sound like. No. He built it. It was like a hundred years that he had to live by faith to build an ark for his family to save, to start over again. And so that's exactly what he did. There was an action behind. He heard, he believed, he spoke it. He said, listen, guys, either you're with me or you're not with me. But the Lord gave me this instruction. I'm speaking it. Pray that faith jumps in your belly, but I'm starting to build an ark. So action, he built, okay? Got a word, right? It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. By faith, Abraham, no kids. Telling God's telling me he's going to get a child. God's telling me that, look at the stars, those are all yours. <laughs> That's all your, your, your life. You're, you're going to, you know, be a father of, of a many. And he's like, I don't even have one natural kid. What are you talking about, Lord? You want me to get up and move? You want me to, to, to leave my home and do what again? What did he do? Got a word. He heard. He believed. He spoke it. He acted on it. Here you go. It was by faith. Here we go again with Abraham. Offered Isaac as a sacrifice. Geez, how many of us have been told by God to go kill our child and see if you'll do it? Well, Abraham did, and he had to take his son to go stick a dagger through him and kill him as an, a, a sacrifice. But what did he do? He heard. He believed. He spoke, he activated his faith and it saved his child. And God said, I trust you. That's great faith. And here's a ram in the thicket. All right. Sarah, by faith, Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and too old, what did she do? She believed that God would keep 
his promise. She believed. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. They got an order. They got an instruction from the Lord. Go around here. When I tell you to shout, march around a certain amount of times. Okay? So they, they heard the Lord hearing. Faith comes by hearing. They saw in the supernatural what God was going to do. Then they believed. They spoke it and they acted on it. They didn't sit in front of it, stretch their hands out and say, I got this word from the Lord. Crash! No, the instruction was to march. They had to activate their faith. They went out and did it. Um, and verse 33, by faith, these people, and there's more mentioned in, in Hebrews 11, these people overthrew kingdoms by faith. They overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised. Received what God had promised. And that's what I'm leaving with you today. That's how we're going to activate our faith. We're going to hear the right words. We're going to hear things that boost our faith up. We're going to see it in the supernatural. Think about Caleb and Joshua. They were told, they heard that the promised land was theirs. They went scouting with 10 other scouts and the two of them, the 12 went out. Only two of them came back and said, we can certainly conquer it. Their faith, they had a foundation. They heard it. They saw it in the supernatural. Promised land wasn't theirs yet, but they saw it in the supernatural. They spoke it. We can certainly conquer it. That land is ours. They believed it, and then they took action on it. They took action on it. And so that's what we're going to do today. There's something that we're all believing for. Even for me, there's things this year, personal, things for the ministry, things that I'm believing greatly for, that I'm going to step out on faith because I heard it. I see it. It's written on the canvas of my heart. I have no doubt in my heart. I'm going to lasso my faith around it. I'm standing with my faith key in front of the door of Jesus saying, listen, I'm activating my faith today and believing what God has for us. We're not going to let the enemy steal. We're not going to let him destroy. We're not going to let him kill what God's given to us. We are victors. We walk in victory. He's won every battle. He's destroyed the enemy when he came down off the cross. There's nothing we have to be concerned about. The government doesn't run our lives. We don't have to worry about this culture. We're not part of it. We're not letting them take over. Like I said earlier, we are in charge. We're not in a crisis. We have a Christ. And so that's how we're going to live by overcoming faith. We're going to be mentioned. The Lord's going to say to us, you have great faith. In Jesus' name. Father God, I pray for each and every person that is listening today, listening on the replay. Thank you, Lord, that our faith has been built. Thank you that you cause us to walk by faith. It says now faith is the assurance. We are sure, we are sure, 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 Lord, that you've supplied us with everything that we need. Faith is the title deed. It is, it is ours for the taking. It gives us the rights, Lord, your goodness, your healing power, your faithfulness. Thank you, Father God, for all that you've given to us. Thank you, Lord, that we are walking not by sight, that we walk in the supernatural, that you've given us our, our eyesight's adjustable today, that you've given us a way to look in into what you have for us. We're pulling heaven down to earth and we're going to operate it lord use us mightily in these last days use us to change the world use us to win souls use us to lay hands on the sick and see them recover thank you lord that as we're believing for what you have for us in our life lord i rebuke sickness and disease if you're watching and listening and you're going through a bad report it is not your story it is just a report given in the natural, but the truth of God trumps every report made by man. 
In the name of Jesus, we rebuke the enemy. We know that, that God is blowing his breath down from heaven and he's blowing every bit of wickedness from our midst. We don't have to live in a struggle. We live a struggle-free life. We're gonna be head and shoulders above the rest. We're using, uh, the word of God says that his name is above every name. So we're taking that card today, Lord. We're using the Jesus card today, Lord, that trumps everything sent to destroy us. For we know the enemy is not a creator. We know his plans. He's not smart. We're full of wisdom, Lord. You've given us wisdom to be far above our enemies. So Lord, I ask you now that you heal each and every person that's dealing with something in their body, whether it be simple as a cold, to an ache, to arthritis, to eyesight issues, to even something as great as cancer. There's nothing too hard for you. Lord, I ask you today, if someone's listening and watching today that's dealing with issues with their children and their family, Lord, call them home. Call them home. Have the Holy Spirit activate them, Lord, to come home to the belief of Jesus Christ. The seeds that have been deposited by parents, Lord, I ask you now to send somebody cross their path, Lord, that's going to activate that seed that's inside of them. I thank you, Lord, for people who are believing for jobs, better jobs, promotions, that I stand in faith with them, that we all join our faith, that, that their strength in numbers, we will not back down, we will not shut up, for we are in charge as the children of God. So thank you, Lord, that as we leave today, finish this week and the rest of this year, we're almost halfway done with this year, Lord, that our faith is activated. We're gonna hear the right things. Our faith is gonna be built in the mighty name of Jesus. The words that come out of our mouth, we're gonna speak the word of God because your word says that the word is sent and it will not return void and it will accomplish everything it's sent to do. And we're gonna be sure that we're speaking faith-filled words. And thank you, Lord, that we're gonna activate it. If there's something that we haven't done, Lord, that you've given us a word on, that today is a new day. We say, Lord, what can you help me do? What can I do to activate, to see what you've given to me, to manifest into my life? Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. What a wonderful day. Just being on with you guys, watching the things that you have written um, have, have stirred my faith. I love you guys so much. Uh, before we go today, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to sow into the kingdom of God. Thank you for standing with Ted and I. Uh, the ways of giving are coming up on the bottom of the screen. You can see um, miracleword.com, you can go on there. If you haven't been a partner already, check out what it is to partner with, with Miracle Word, to be part of the Victory Tribe. There's different ways to give. There's different um, levels and categories that we have for you, different things we offer for when you partner. We want you to be a part of it. We want you to be a part of what God is doing in this end time harvest. We're feeding kids each and every day. We're on television. We're traveling. You're helping us as we continue to win souls, see miracles. So we love you, we thank you for that. Um, you can do PayPal info at miracleword.com, miracle word give, hashtag donate. But we love you, we love you so much. So thank you for giving. It is a new month. A new month means new gifts. So if you're gonna give $85 or more a month, our gift to you by uh, Dr. Leroy Thompson. Now I got a chance to see him uh, when we were at my old church in Virginia Beach. And man, his revelation on money and giving is strong. So some of you might not even have heard of him, but he is phenomenal. So we're gonna get that book into your hands. Money cometh for any seed of $85 or more. For $250 or more, you're gonna, we're gonna attach The Message That Works by T.L. Osborne, a, a, an amazing evangelist, one of the 
one of the major uh, ministers of God that literally walked has walked in love like no other. But we're going to attach those two books together. And if you give $1,000 or more, it's the two books plus the NET uh, study Bible that um, is going to be given to you. So those are going to go out if you give $1,000 or more. And if you're giving $5,000 or more, we have a study we call it an elite study collection that Ted has put together for you of his favorite items that helps him, that he uses. So it's a, it's a hand personally picked box uh, that Ted is going to be sending off to you if you give a one-time seat of $5,000 or more. Thank you for sowing into this ground. Thank you. We love you. We pray for you. I love to hear from you. Thanks for sticking with me this morning. And um, 